Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Kennedy, and you tune in today because you're sick of trying every fad diet under the sun and training yourself into the ground without seeing any results. That's why I'm here to share the most effective ways to eat and train for sustainable and real results. What's up, legends? Welcome back to this week's episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. We've got an exciting episode today. I'm joined by a guest. India Vine. So, India, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. It's a pleasure. I'm excited about what we've um, what we've got to talk about today. So, um, for those that are listening, what we're going to kind of discuss today, there's a number of different things. A lot of it's going to be based around mindset um, and how you can kind of control your, I guess, life is the best way to put it, um, by mastering, I guess, your mindset. Um, a number of different techniques that India is going to share with us today and She's also going to share her story, um, so I should probably just stop talking and <laughs> hand it over to you, India, and um, and you can go from here. So, do you want to tell the listeners a bit about yourself and um, how you've kind of got to where you are today, which we'll go into soon as well? Yeah, sure. Okay, well, I'll keep this nice and short because I have a habit of really rambling with this one. But before I start my story, what something that's really important to say about this is everything that I say about my own journey is through hindsight and something I've figured out through what I do now, which is personal development. So I didn't actually know sort of what was going on at the time was going on, which many of us don't. And once we start to sort of do this own work of, you know, thinking about what's shaped us as to who we are today, we start to realize so much about ourselves. And my story sort of started out was I was a very overweight child from a really young age. So everyone around me had these quick little metabolisms. I could eat whatever they want and they you know, wouldn't gain weight and that just wasn't me. I was overweight from a really young age and that just turned into crippling insecurity and being overweight sort of tra- transferred into every other area of my life. So for example, with school, I was so insecure about who I was and I had such a difficult relationship with myself that that transferred into every area so I didn't try at school I just decided that I wasn't good at anything I didn't have any talents I wasn't particularly smart I wasn't good at sports so I just had this sort of belief about myself that I'm no good and school wasn't for me and so instead of actually trying instead of doing that I did what many of us do and focused completely on the social aspect of school became sort of I'd say like the popular kid, but that was really just a huge insecurity about how sort of ruled I was by this crippling self-doubt from a really young age. So it got to the point where I was 16 years old, mum and dad had the conversation that it was there was no use in me doing year 12 because basically every time I was at school, I was trying to not be at school. So instead of actually doing the work, I was trying to figure out how to not be there. I, that was my mastermind. It was not doing work. So it got to the point where I was like, okay. Doesn't I, typically work yeah. well with school, does it? No. <laughs> I, it was like, that was the best day of my life, literally. The day that we decided that I wasn't going to do year 12, still I remember the relief because it was like years and years of torture of how do I get out of this place? How do I not be here? And it was like, okay, I'm free. So I went into um, working with my dad and that was great because once you get into the workforce, you realize that, you know, you can actually learn as you go and it's not as hard as being at school, which is very rigid. And a couple of months later, I was sitting in a doctor's office and I was 17 at the time and she handed me a positive pregnancy test. And that 
was obviously a very big moment in my life. It was terrifying. I remember just collapsing on the floor in tears, um, as many of us would if we found out that news. But something deep inside of me knew that everything would be okay. And I didn't know what that was. I had no concept of what you know your gut is or your intuition. I had no concept of what that was. But something told me it was all going to be okay, that this was the way to go, which that's I trusted it completely. And I, you know, I had the baby. I was 18 at this point and I was still really overweight. So I was 18, had a newborn, overweight, still crippled with self-doubt, insecurity, everything like that. And all my life I had this racing thoughts. Like my mind was like nonstop. Like I was one of those people I talk a lot. And I always say to people, if you think I talk a lot, you should hear what goes on in my head because it's like a million miles an hour. And I hate it because it's chaotic when you can't actually differentiate one thought from another. And when you have a baby, life is obviously you're doing everything for the first time. So it's already really taxing on you and taxing on your mind. And all of these thoughts that I was having constantly, it was just, it was almost like I couldn't, I couldn't escape it. Everything was so intense. And at the same time, so I'm crippled with self-doubt. And at the same time, if you have a person who's dropped out of school at 16 years old and then is pregnant at 17, you can imagine what people are going to think, what people are going to say. And that was the first time that I realized that I needed to change. Is that what was on your mind? Were you worried about other people's opinion? A little bit, but instead of it being a constant a constant fear it was more like it lit a fire in my belly and I was like okay I have to do something like I have to change something so that I can start to progress forward in my life and as I said this is all hindsight I didn't realize at the time but I was like okay what's the first thing that successful people do they eat well and they exercise and you know they're not overweight so that's exactly what I went into I went into you know at this is back in 2012 so it was the time of clean eating calorie yeah. counting Um, bikini bodyguards, all that sort of stuff. That's what I went into. And it was the first time that I realized, because I always had this belief in my mind, which I think a lot of us do when we grow up overweight, is that we were born that way. Mm. We can never be any different or we're big boned or that's in our genetics or whatever it is. And we have these beliefs about ourselves. It's funny funny you mentioned that. I was at this breakfast this morning and one of the... And a lot of the talking was about neuroscience and neuroplasticity Mm. and Mm -hmm. how like... Literally until the day that we die, yeah. regardless of whether even they even mention like people that have um, mental disabilities yeah. or Alzheimer's or whatever yeah. it is, your brain can change yeah. until the day 100%. you take your last breath. And like 100%. in any way, you just have to be actually willing yeah. to do it. And that's the problem. Majority of the time, we say want to, we want to change, yeah. or we have that you know kind of fleeting thought that we want to change, but yeah. we don't actually make a decision to properly 100%. do it. I couldn't agree more. And that's where mindset work comes in, which as you said, we'll get into. And that's that was my thought. I thought that I couldn't change, which yeah. now I obviously know isn't correct. But at the time, I started losing heaps of weight. And I was like, this is amazing. Like, I can look completely different. Like, if you've grown up thinking you're a certain weight and all of a sudden your weight's just dropping off you and your body's transforming, that becomes pretty addictive. Mm. And pretty quickly, it became addictive, but in a very toxic way, not in a healthy way. And I'm starting to see this to be quite a common thing as we end up in this toxic cycle of being absolutely addicted to exercise, 
being completely controlling with what we eat, having anxiety around food, just using exercise and food in a very toxic way, but covering covering it up as a healthy lifestyle. And that's because we think that in order to be happy or to be successful, we have to look a certain way. Mm. And I went down that rabbit hole because I realized that if I could you know, change my body, all I needed to do was keep doing more and more and more and it would keep changing. And it got to the point where I was completely scared to leave the house because, you know, you can't control your food if you leave the house. Yeah. Or, you know, you'd have a binge and you'd go and work out three times as hard and then you end up with adrenal fatigue because your body, you're not listening to your body. Yeah. And that's what happened to me. I got adrenal fatigue. I got to the point where there was no feel-good endorphins or anything like yeah. that released. I literally remember having panic attacks through exercising because my body was just trying to shut down, but I wouldn't listen to it. Yeah. And then in 2016, I found out that I was pregnant again. And going into a pregnancy with that mindset was hell. Because when you fall pregnant, you're already worried about your body changing. And to someone who's controlling their food, the scariest thing is weight gain. Mm. And yeah. someone who's been on that toxic, vicious cycle, you know how scary it is that you, to see that scale go up, it's like it couldn't be scarier. Yeah, it's crippling, yeah. Completely. Yeah. And obviously when you're pregnant, you don't have a choice. Yeah. You have to gain weight. Your body does it for you without you even yeah, yeah. you know, participating. And it was at that point that I was literally praying. Like when I say praying, I'm not, I wasn't a religious person. I wasn't spiritual. But I remember just closing my eyes and thinking something. I need something to help me through this. Like I have to get out of my mind. Yeah. I have to heal this relationship. And I did not know how to do that. And I knew I needed to. And I didn't know who to go to for that. Yeah. Like did I need a psychologist? Did I need a therapist? Did I need a counselor? I had no idea because I didn't know whether what I was experiencing with these sort of really negative thoughts about myself was normal and just after that happened just after I gave birth to my little boy he sorry I um, after the second yeah after second my moment. second child uh, I was 20 rewind just quickly yeah so obviously you were taking you were um, very kind of I guess obsessed is a, is a good word to use yep. over um, your food yeah and exercise yeah so in terms of exercise give us an example of like what how much you were doing Per day. Okay, so for example, probably a lot of your listeners are familiar with the Kaylee Senior's yeah. body. I think I did that like five times in a row, meaning when I say five times in a row, I don't mean every day. It's a three-month program, but I just never got off it. I just kept going. It would be seven days a week, often yeah. once, twice a day. And there would be no concept of, okay, do I feel like working out today? That wasn't a question. Do you yeah. know what I mean? That wasn't yeah, yeah. a thought of what, do I need this or do I not? It's there like was no to. listening to your body. Yeah. It was like, get up and go to that gym, otherwise you're a failure. Yeah. And you're going to put on weight tomorrow if you don't. Yeah. And that's a very common thing that I'm seeing now. And it's well, that's scary. it. That's, and that's the reason why I ask because I know that there's a lot of people that would be listening that are totally. in a similar boat now or have been. And, um, you know, I've spoken about it a number of times. Yeah. I feel like we've talked about it a lot lately, but yeah. like I was definitely in that. That same mindset totally. where... And we think we're healthy doing it and we're not. Yeah, I thought I was... not be more toxic. And that's the problem though is because you reach that point and then in your mind anything less than that is unhealthy yeah. or anything less 100%. than that is overweight or fat 100%. or And you're lazy literally and, scared that yeah. the next day you're going to wake up fat again. That was my mindset and it's yeah. the most ridiculous thing to think back. Is, but yeah. when you're in that place, it's so hard to see no clearly. perspective when you're there. Literally, yeah. it's so hard. So, yeah, I got to the point where I was just desperate for something... 
I'd had my second child and just after that, I remember I was listening to a podcast, which was something, this is back in 2016, so they weren't that big back then, and they were talking about mindset and that you could change the way you feel with the way you think. And I remember something just switched in me. I don't know exactly what it was, but I just became hooked with anything that was talking about mindset. And I started realizing this common thread. It was kind of like a genre, which was this personal development stuff. And I just became hooked and my life literally transformed. I completely healed the relationship with myself, with my body, with my food. But not only that, I escaped those negative thoughts and that chaotic racing mind and having to do something or get somewhere or be something else in order to be happy. I realized that when you start working on your inner world, instead of trying to force your external world to change, that's when actual transformation yeah. happens in your life that's when you truly start to feel mm. good feel good about yourself yeah yeah and you totally kind of lose that um want and need for other people's approval and yes. um and other people's permission to do things yes absolutely because that's the thing we are sort of conditioned to believe as we're growing up that our external world so what's going on around us what we look like what we have what we do with our lives who we are that should be how we feel on the inside and everyone wants to feel good mm. that's what that's the main driving force of everything we do we want to feel good if we want to earn money yeah. it's because we want it to make us feel good if we want to buy a car it's to make us feel good but the thing is what not a lot of people realize is getting to that place won't necessarily make you feel good yeah. and more often than not it makes you feel worse because you're like well what now yeah. I've got the thing and it's yeah. not making me feel better and that's what happened when I was losing weight. I got to a point where I was really skinny but I wasn't happy. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, maybe I just need more. Maybe bit. I just need yeah. to lose that little bit more and then I will." And I think I was just literally trying to like myself. That so I just needed to lose that little yeah. bit more in order to like myself. Little did I realize it doesn't start. You're never yeah. going to get to that point where you like yourself based of what you look like. And if you do, it's fleeting. So it can disappear like that. And it's such a toxic way to live. And then I found this different lifestyle and these people and they had these different mindsets and these different tools and principles they could apply to their lives. And it seemed like this common thread. The people that were doing this were not only really happy, but they were really successful at whatever they did. And I literally just became hooked and... Do you remember what it was? Like, was it a certain person? Was it a certain book? I actually don't know. And that really frustrates me because I would love to pinpoint what it was. I I know a big factor of it was I listened to Tony Robbins give a speech. And I think everyone's personal development journey starts with Tony Robbins. Um, But I don't remember exactly what it was. But I remember realizing that there are a different set of mindset principles and a different set of sort of perspectives that people live by mm. that change the way they feel. Yeah. For me, that was Robin Sharma. I yeah. Know, I'm yeah. sure you have. Yeah, yeah I know him. Um, so <laughs> he he was like, when I read his, um, I think it was The Greatness Guide was the first one yeah. I read of his yeah. book. I fucking hate reading. I still yeah. kind of do. I it's definitely hard. did at the time. Reading's hard. Anyway, when I read his book, I was like, I can't put it down. And yeah. when I, as soon as I finished reading it, like my mind you was just open person. to like so yeah. many different yeah. different things in my mindset, and then that that's what kind of drove me down the path of trying to do more and more yeah, of it. Yeah, totally. But but you're right. I think you mentioned something before, which which I really liked is like once you put all your once your 
your only source of happiness is mm. placed on material or mm. or an appearance or something like that, or something that can be taken away. Yeah, that's yeah. when you're fucked. And that's the whole. So my whole thing is developing mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And people sort of wince at the word spiritually, but the thing is, spirit. Like when you're talking about spirituality, we're just talking about things that you can't necessarily see mm. in the material world, but are happening all around us. And people are like, oh well, if you don't get something, then what is there? And when you connect to that spiritual spiritual side and you realize there's things like meditation and there's things like gratitude and there's things like genuinely feeling connected to your life, that to me is spirituality. When you feel like you've got a meaning for your life and you trust the path that you're on, that's all it is. There's nothing weird about it. There's nothing. But people just, it's this sort of stigma Stigma, around it. Yeah. And people just... It can change your life so much if you're willing to get over that silly stigma, that limiting belief of, no, if you're into that, you're a certain person. Because once you get over that, your world will crack wide open. Like Once you open your mind to that different side of you, you'll be a different person, 100%. Definitely. I did one of the um, the Wim Hof workshops recently. And I've already been into that type of stuff for a while and I meditate every day and all that type of stuff. But... One of the, like the first things that um, Mark, the instructor, said when we started was um, was that like there's just no judgment. Like yeah. everyone leaves like any judgment or ego yeah. at the door today. Yeah. And then and then like when once you're in there, you realize that everyone else is in the same boat. And yeah. like all of a sudden, 100%. like the way you feel, like the things that you're doing, you just have no awareness of. You just don't what care. Other people are doing. And all of a sudden, you just feel yeah. so much better about yourself, about everyone Absolutely. else around you. Like you just Absolutely. your enjoyment so much better. Absolutely, I honestly think the biggest problem of today's society is that before we even think about ourselves we're already worried about what other people are thinking what are what other people's opinions of us is the funny thing that really changed the way I thought about that is I heard someone say something along the lines of everyone's so worried about what everyone else is thinking of them but that person is worrying what you're thinking about them. Yeah. There's no room for that. Yeah. We're all just worried about ourselves, but we're yeah, all yeah. worried that everyone's thinking certain things about us. Yeah. There's no room for them because they're just as worried as we <laughs> yeah. are about what they think of us. Yeah, it's funny. I uh, it's like it's, it's like the uh, what is it like a snake when people see snakes and everyone goes they're just as scared of you as yeah. you are of them. Hundred percent, exactly the same, and that's perfect example of shifting your perspective and shifting your mindset and getting out of your own head Mm. that's the biggest trouble of today's society is that we're all so stuck in our own head yeah and we don't know how to escape from it and that's where i was and then once i started doing this work i realized i could actually free myself from that by challenging what i was thinking and actually becoming conscious of what i was thinking and the day i did that Everything changed. Yeah, and just a side note, I fucking hate snakes. So yeah, so do I. I'm still biggest scared fear. of them. So there's no chance that they're more scared of me. That's than funny. That's my biggest fear. I don't care about spiders. Don't care about anything. Put me in a room with a snake, and I'm no good. No. <laughs> uh, all right. So fast forward until let's say now. Like what? Yeah. What's your life looking like at the moment? And and what are some of the, I guess, the tools or things that you've put in place to to make sure that you do continue to stay in that mindset of, yeah. you know, um, of not placing your happiness on external yeah. things and not worrying about what other people are thinking. Absolutely. So I'm now at a point where I have my own business, which is based off of what we're talking about now. Yeah. I help people go through this themselves through an online program that I developed. And the day that I came up with that idea, 
that same day, this is not a joke, that same day I found out I was pregnant with my third child. And I was 24 at this point, 24 yeah. with three kids is pretty intense for a lot of people to wrap their head around. And so I've had this amazing idea, you know, I've been on this journey, I've found my purpose, I know that this is what I'm supposed to bring to the world, I'm supposed to help other people develop their own minds. And I have this awesome idea of doing it all online so that it's just a program that they buy and they can do it themselves. I don't need to sort of be there with them. They can yeah. just do it on their own time. That's this great idea. Three hours later, had this weird inkling, went and took a pregnancy test and I'm pregnant. And that was such a important day in my life because I straight away went into, okay, I can't do it. I can't do it because I'm not you know, it, it's not possible. Like, I've got two other kids, I'm going to be pregnant. I'm doing something that I've never done before. Yeah. So I've, I've, you've got to remember, I've come from a place where I thought I was never good enough to do anything to the point that I dropped out of school. And, you know, I've done other things, like I've studied and done, you know, a few things to get over that. But this was a whole other ball game. This was building a business based off of no business knowledge whatsoever. Mm. But I had two choices in that moment. And this is the really important thing to do. You've got to keep going with your thought processes until you get to a point where you're progressing forward. And that was a very big reason for me to just stop. But instead of stopping, I have built a massive trust with the timing of my life yeah. and my own journey. And, you know, I always say the universe is always giving you what you need at that time. Yeah. And I'm a huge... I'm can't say that anything in my life doesn't match up with that because okay. once you have that thought you can always figure it out yeah, yeah. so initially when something happens you're going to go into reaction mode you're going to go this is the end of the world i can't do it but then you come back once you've got a once you've retrained your mind to understand these principles you're going to come back and you're going to respond to it and go okay how is this for me because yeah. you know i'm a big believer in life is not happening to you it's happening for, for you, you. Yeah. And as soon as you put that perspective on your life, it will be revealed how it is. And when I was at school, any time I ever had to do something, I'm one of those people that work a lot better under pressure. Yeah. And that pregnancy was the perfect amount of time for me to just nail this down, yeah. stay inside and get it done. Yeah. And I literally probably spent eight months not doing anything but that. It was that program every yeah. single day. It's awesome. Just all day long, I didn't. I basically didn't leave the house apart from taking my kids to daycare or school. That's all I did. Yeah. And as soon as I went to bed, I'd open it up, I'd go again. And that's because when you truly do trust that what you envision for your life is where you are going, yeah. then you know that the things that pop up along the way are there to help you. And they, you know, they say yeah. the obstacle is the way. Yeah. That was exactly what happened. And but if I didn't have this mindset. Obviously, I just would have stopped in my tracks. But again, if I didn't have this mindset, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be doing what I was doing. So a couple of things. Because one, I want to go, um, if you're happy to, I want to go into like a little bit. Obviously, your program is about how to get into yeah. personal development. Yeah. So I want to go into a few like kind of tips or tools yeah, that people yeah. can use. Yeah. But before that, so um, like we've been talking, like obviously before your third pregnancy, yeah. um, you'd found like you'd kind of um you said after your second one is when you really got into personal yep. development and yep. that's when you kind of changed your mindset yeah and then you find out about the third one and then all of a sudden your brain straight away is going back to basically it's old yep. old ways or old habits saying yep. like i can't do this yeah and i know like so many people are like that like 
It's like meditation. Like you do, I do meditation every single day. Um, you'll be listening to a meditation about how to deal with stress, about breathing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, your breath is how you control your anxiety yeah. and your stress. Yeah. And then something pops up, and yeah. all of a sudden that's out the window, and it's yeah. like back to like fuck. Yeah, I'm anxious again. 100%. So what is what are some ways that you use, or what can the listener use to kind of bring that in a lot quicker and get back to? Well, the thing is, I think we all need to remember is that we are, at the end of the day, human. So even if we have this new mindset and we've developed a new way of thinking, it doesn't mean that we're always just going to be in that place. We've still got to work on it every single day. And you need to really take a step back in your life and think about, okay, what is whatever is happening in my life? What is it trying to tell me? There's always something Mm. that needs to be addressed. And often when we don't pick up on what it is, we'll get that same lesson over and over and over again. So it's this resistance. So if you're if you're doing a meditation and your mind is going, okay, you know, off to a different world, that's when you've got to practice everything you learn about mindset work because it all comes back to the fact that, yes, things will pop up in your life, but it's how you deal with them. For example, with meditation, which I know you're a big fan of, Meditation is something that there's never going to be no thoughts. Yeah. There's never. It's not humanly possible. Our brains are not, we're not wired like that. We yeah. have to have thoughts all the time. And we have to just get to the point where we're observing those thoughts. And it's the same with our life. We have to observe our life instead of being in a reaction mode. So I call it reacting and responding. So you're going to react to whatever happens in your life. But if you're basing how you feel each and every day off of what's going on in your external world, you're constantly going to be stuck. You're going to be, you know, jolted. You're going to be taken off track because things come up. But we can't control what is happening to us, but we can control the way we respond to it. And that's what mindset work is all about. It's about challenging what's actually coming up, whether that's spiritually and trusting what the universe is giving you at that time or whether it's just seeing how you can shift your state about whatever it is and shift the way you're thinking about something or the perspective you give something. It's really training yourself to be in that point where you're going to respond in a way that's going to move you forward. Because if you're in that reaction mode that everything's taking you off track, literally you're not going to get anywhere and it's going to be so hard. And But we're all reacting to our lives until we start doing this work, until we start realizing that there's always more options. We're just fixated on whatever is happening to us at that time. Yeah, definitely. So, And then I'm sure a lot of people are listening as well and and thinking to themselves, because I talk a lot about morning routines and daily routines. So I'm assuming, I'm going to take a a wild guess here, (laughs) that you have some form of morning routine or a daily routine. Daily routine that you like to stick to? I do. And this is going to help your listeners out a lot because so many of them are going to say, well, I don't have time Hmm. because we all have busy lives, but we have to prioritize certain things in order to feel a certain way. A couple of things with this. If you do not have a morning routine, your mind will own you that day. If you don't own the day, the day will own you 100%. So you have to get over that initial, I don't have time. That... Like I was saying Tony Robbins before, Tony Robbins says, if you don't have 10 minutes, you don't have a life. Yeah. If it's 10 minutes in the morning... And where, someone like Tony Robbins can find 10 minutes. Exactly right. Exactly right. And he finds a lot more than 10 minutes. Yeah. So he primes himself like every single day. And before you go on, like I don't even think it's like... You know, I talk about this a lot. It's not even about finding 10 minutes. It's about making yeah, 10 minutes. It. Like 100%. You spend, I know this is an example everyone used, but we spend 
fucking hours each on day Instagram. on Instagram yeah. and Facebook, which yep. there's nothing wrong with it if that's what you want to do. But there's no way that you can then go come back to me you and say, you can't find an hour to train, yep. you can't find 10 minutes to meditate or to, to write down your goals. Like, 100%. it's a priorities thing. 100%. So if you're going to get far in your life, you have to have an intention of what you're actually going to achieve that day. Because if you start owning each day, you start owning each week, you start owning each month, you start owning each year, yeah. and you start owning your life. But you have to make that conscious effort to decide what you're going to feel that day. Because like I'll get into, I'll explain a little bit about how mindset, a couple of shifts you can start making, but whatever you put into your mind, that's all you're going to see in your life. Yeah. So if you wake up, and that day you're like, I'm going to have the worst day. I'm so tired. I'm miserable. Everything sucks. That's all you're going to see because yeah. that's the seed you're planting. Anything that you plant in your mind, your brain is going to find evidence of in your world. Yeah. So whether it's positive or negative, people say, you know, I can't think positively. And that's because they don't really understand how you can actually do that. But the thing is, you can choose to put positive stuff in there and your brain will still mm. use that as information. You just have yeah. to make sure that you're working as hard as you can to truly believe it. Yeah. And the thing is with the morning routine, okay, so I just mentioned I have three kids. Yeah. One of them's five months old. And you how, old get, how old are you now? I'm 25 now. Yeah. Just turned 25. And before having the third, I had a very particular morning routine I'd wake up the first thing I would do is meditate before anything else yep. and I use a form of meditation where it's I don't know if it's Vedic or transcendental but it means you focus on a mantra instead of um, doing guided or anything yeah. like that because then it really teaches you how to be alone with your thoughts kind of like a positive affirmation yeah well it's in a, a way? It, well it's a mantra but it's in another it's a particular app okay it's called One Giant Mind it's absolutely fantastic and they teach you how to do meditation but using a word that it's in another language it's Sanskrit oh, or really? something yeah yeah, yeah okay. I can't even remember what the word is at this point but you focus on that and it has a certain vibrational frequency okay. in your body and that's what you're focusing on. So anytime your thoughts shift, you just got to you have to come back to that exact word and okay. it teaches you really yeah. well because it teaches you to be the observer of your own thoughts, which the thing is with meditation is people don't really understand. They think that everything you're gaining is in that 10 minutes that you're doing it. Yeah. The thing is with meditation, you can feel absolutely dreadful in that 10 minutes, yeah. but it still has a positive effect on your life because yeah. it teaches you how to get out of that fight or flight response and it mm. teaches you how to observe your life and observe your thoughts instead of just reacting to them. Yeah. So, so many people are like, oh, I feel terrible when I meditate. And initially you probably will, yeah. but they don't actually understand. It doesn't just benefit you in that 10 minutes yeah, you're exactly doing right. it. Yeah, it yeah. benefits your entire life. It, like, yeah. As much as you go to the gym to train your muscles, you go to the gym to train your mind. Yeah. That's if People who say, you know, I can't meditate, well, you're not going to be able to, one, because you're telling yourself you can't yeah, yeah. believe anything we tell ourselves. But two, you have to get to a point where you're willing to do anything to get to that point, to yeah. get to the point that you can meditate because it is that important. Yeah. But back to the morning routine thing is, yeah, I have three kids now. So my youngest, I can't tell what time he wakes up. So I can't sort of base my morning routine off of that Specific because it's, time, yeah, yeah. it's different every yeah. day and I've got to get my daughter to school by a certain time. So I only have, you know, certain amounts of time to do things. 
and that means I can't meditate and that's going to sound like, oh, you said you can't, so you can't. But it's more like I'm not going to set myself up to have to do that in order to have a good day. I'm going to work around it using the time that I have. So the way that I do that is every single morning I know that when I get in the shower, the shower is my time for preparing myself for the day. So that I know you're into cold showers and things like that. I love cold showers. I I don't get into them cold yet. I'm not that advanced, but I do turn it cold. And when I turn it cold, I tell myself every single thing that I'm going to feel that day, that I'm going to be that day, that I'm going to have come into my life that day, whether that's positivity, whether that's, you know, something that I've been trying to make happen. I'm putting that out there into the world. And as soon as you've done that, you shift your state, you shift your emotional state. Mm. And, you know, if you're familiar with the law of attraction and things like that, people get that very wrong. But basically, if you can get yourself into a point of feeling really positive about your life by telling yourself, you know, what you want to feel, you'll attract stuff back that matches that exact same reality. That's all it's about. And if you're in a negative place, guess what you're attracting back to you? That's like when you're really stressed and bad things keep happening Mm. or like, you know, you'll get a parking fine and then you get yeah. really angry about that and then you're stuck in traffic and yeah, everything's yeah. like cascading on one other. Yeah. It's you, you're attracting so much of that. So you've got to set the tone for your day yeah. by putting positive intentions in, by choosing how you want to yeah. feel and just making the voice, your conscious thoughts louder than that inner critic that is always the loudest in the morning. Which so kind of whatever you put out is what you're going to get back. 100%. And when people say I don't have time for a morning routine, if you can just use that shower just for a couple of minutes to set the tone for the day and that's gonna you're already having a shower anyway you're just making it a really different experience and I know that as soon as I step out of the shower I make it my mission that as soon as I stepped out of the shower I'm ready for the day like I've set myself up and no matter what can come I'm so most of the time when I get in the shower, I'm exhausted because I've been up feeding a baby all night. Yeah. But I know that as soon as I get out of that shower, that's not coming with yeah. me. I'm leaving everything in there that's Great. not serving me that day. And I'm coming out as a new, refreshed version of myself. So if you say, you know, you're really tired in the morning, get in the shower and decide how you're going to feel. Yeah. Like put in those conscious thoughts of I'm going to have a great day. And, and I'm going to make similar, it a great day. Kind of similar, I guess, in, in terms of what you're talking about with your meditation, with yeah. that word where... When you do have a, something that comes up, whatever, totally. and then you bring yourself back to that word, it kind of just then automatically that's, that's in mind over time. All about yeah. it's training your mind to go further than your emotions and to go further than that little negative voice inside of your head. Which, yeah. if you want, I can give a few tips, like you were saying before, mm. of people that have never done mindset work yeah. and sort of break down how you can break into this work. I think a lot of people are thinking that, like, because you know. I bring it up a lot and even if this is the first podcast you've listened to of mine or this is the first time you've heard anything about personal development or mindfulness, it's kind of hard to then go like, all right, where do I start? It's so difficult and that's that's why I think there are a couple of perspectives and shifts that helped me more than anything else, which is what I'll break down today and it was a couple of things that I applied to my life and as soon as I did them, I actually realized how much more control I had. And yes, there are a lot of other things that you can do to work on. But once you start working on yourself, it's so funny. It's like that same thing of what you attract. As soon as you start opening your mind to this stuff, the next thing will come along. Yeah. If you're going on this new journey of expanding whatever, it's the same with fitness. It's the same if 
you take an opportunity. The things that you need to make it happen will happen if you focus on them. And that's, that is a part of mindset mm. work. But for the people who have absolutely no idea sort of where to start, some of the first things that I like to break down is the first one is don't believe everything that you think. So a lot of yeah. us don't actually understand that we are not our minds. So I actually view my mind as a separate person to me. Okay. I view my mind as, unless I've consciously chosen, consciously means that you've brought awareness to it. Mm -hmm. So you're in the present moment and you, a lot of people don't understand what that word means. It, yeah. You're just consciously choosing something. So you're bringing awareness to it and you're planting that thought in your head. Unless you've consciously chosen to think something, I don't view that mind, that voice that's always talking to me in my head. I view that as a separate person. And the thing is, is so many people will say, I have a really negative mind. Yeah. But the thing is, we all do. We're all programmed to have a negative mind. That's the way our brains were designed because we're forgetting that our brains haven't changed from millions of years ago. And when they were first around, humans were first around, they needed to survive. Yeah. They weren't thinking about, you know, is uploading this going to make me look stupid they're trying to run from you know saber saber toothed tigers <laughs> and dinosaurs or whatever it is whoever's chasing them no filters needed there no they just so we're programmed to find problems yeah we're programmed to highlight the worst case scenario because we're not actually programmed to be happy we're programmed to stay alive yeah. that's how our brains work so everything when you initially look at it you're going to find fear you're going to find negativity. You're going to find the worst case scenario. You're going to find how your world is imploding. That's because our brains want to be in problem solving mode all yeah. the time. And unless you separate that mind from who you really are, that's all you're going to see. You're only going to see that negativity. So you need to realize that if you run away with the stories that your mind is telling you, when I say telling you, that's what I mean by that separate yeah. person. If you run away with those stories, you just you're going to be on this hamster wheel yeah. of wondering why everything's so negative, everything's so hard, yeah. why you're so stuck in your head. You have to get to a point where you are choosing the thoughts that you want to believe yeah. and that you, and people will say that sounds so stupid, but fake it till you make it. I promise you, your brain believes anything that you tell it, yeah. positive or negative. Yeah. And it uses whatever you give it. That's what it uses in your external yeah. world. Yeah. So you have to make sure that you're not running away with, stories that your fear-based mind has told you yeah. it's the same with like okay for example a lot of people are going to say i can do that but i don't know what these thoughts are saying because they're so fast-paced yeah so what i like to do for people who have never done this work is literally just set an alarm on your phone for five minutes per day for that five minutes become really aware of what your mind is telling you what it has been telling you throughout the day and write it on a piece of paper yeah. and realize how much of that is just fear-based because mm. so often the stories that we're running away with haven't even happened yet. They That's only yeah, yeah. exist in our mind. Yeah. They're not even real life, but yeah. we've gone there. And whatever we think about creates our emotions in our body. Yeah. So everything is about feeling good, but your thoughts create your reality and your thoughts create how you feel. Yeah. So if you're running away with that story you're experiencing stress of something that hasn't even happened hasn't yet, happened, yeah. and it may never happen. Yeah. So you've got to become really aware of what that mind, like what your own inner critic or whatever you want to call it, just make sure that you're not thinking that 
whatever you hear that you have to believe it because yeah. so often it's not actually true. Yeah, exactly. It's only giving us the worst case scenario. Yeah. It's only giving us a negative perspective on something and we have to keep going with thoughts until yeah. we get to the point where we can put in more than we're taking out. So we put in more of what we want to experience, of what we want to happen, of what we want to feel, than we're just listening to and you know, determining what we do based off of what our mind is telling us. That's awesome. So that's the first thing to think about yeah. is getting really conscious of what your mind is telling yeah. you and realizing that you don't have to believe what it's saying and you should challenge it all the time yeah. because when you start challenging it, that's when you start progressively moving forward. The next thing is our self-talk is everything. What we think, we become. What we think, we see. So as I was saying before, when you're waking up in the morning, if the first thought in your mind is that I'm going to have a terrible day today or I'm dreading whatever it is, that is all you are going to see. Yeah. But if you sit there and you say, oh, that thing's not going to be as bad as it, you know, I initially thought or I can make this day better, whatever you're telling yourself, your brain's going to find evidence of. So that's the real power of positive thinking. Like yeah. People are like, oh, how do I think positively? I don't believe in just being like, I'm happy. Yeah. Like It doesn't yeah. work like nah. that. You have to actually choose. So let's say you've got something in particular, you know, you hate the commute to work. You have to say to yourself, okay, I don't hate the commute to work, yeah. but I'm gonna I'm gonna find a way to enjoy it yeah, and, and actually do, do find yeah, 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 totally. It's uh, I'm gonna cut you off again. Yeah, I was no, listening definitely. to a podcast. There's been a couple. He's been on a couple of the shows I listened to recently. Yeah. Mike Posner, yeah, um, the the yeah, artist yeah, singer, yeah, and um, there was one that he was on Rich Rolls the other day. Yeah. And he mentioned this on the Jay Shetty podcast as well about yeah. how he met this person, which I probably should remember the name of because that kind of makes the story better, yeah. but I don't remember the name. Yeah. But some person like over in, um, fuck, I also can't remember, Hawaii or something, mm. some shit like that. Anyway, this person um, is like really looked up to by many, many people for their mindset and for having yeah. like an impact on people yeah. from all their speeches and stuff they've yeah. said. Again, really need to remember the name, but I don't. <laughs> and something that this person, person said to Mike yeah. was that um, so many of our so many of us like our days are kind of predicted by how we respond to certain things so like yeah. like you said we hate on the commute to work yeah. we hate going to work yeah. um, you know we love going to the gym yeah. we love pizza we hate this we blah blah yeah. blah yeah. instead of having things that you hate and that you love like if you just love everything totally then your life's so much better so this guy has like posters and shit up in his yeah. House of like Donald Trump, and yeah. he hates Donald Trump, yeah. but he, he purposely goes out of his way to make sure yeah. that he just loves everything. Yeah, and, and all of a sudden his life's just so much happier. And, and another example that I like to use, and mm. I think about this a lot actually, mm. is how if you just look at the difference in in your mindset and happiness on your birthday compared to every other yeah. day of the year, and it's literally yeah. no different than any no, other day. Like I could wake up and have a full day of work, mm-hmm. have to sit on the train and go to work, blah yeah. blah, and enjoy every single part of that day. Yeah purely because of the fact that it's my birthday. Yeah. And like there's nothing different. Nothing. Literally it's nothing different. It's a shift in perspective. It's because crazy. Because that day is special. Yeah. But the in thing your is, mind that day is special, yeah. what's really crazy about that is we only think one day of the year is special. Imagine how much of our time we're wasting. Yeah. If you've got a job five days a week that you hate, think of the percentage of how much of your life you are spending in such a negative place. Negative place, yeah. It's not worth it. And the thing is, like you were saying before, so many of us have a fixed mindset about so many things. So we've decided we hate that job. So yeah. that's Again, that's all we're going to see because that's yeah. the seed we planted. If you literally ask yourself, okay, how can I like my job today? How can I make it different? 
How can I rock up, do something different? How can I impress my boss? How can I make someone at work happy? You've got to just keep shifting that perspective because that's all it comes down to. We see things through certain glasses, let's say. And if you change those glasses, you're viewing things with and you start to ask yourself, how can I just make this better? But so many of us have a fixed mindset about certain things. I can't do that. I have certain beliefs about this thing. You've got to challenge yourself and challenge the way you think because unless you do that, nothing in your external world is going to change and you'll get to that destination addiction where you think something is going to make you happy. You think some change is going to make you happy. Nothing in the outside world is going to make you happy unless you start to decide how you're going to do that by using your mindset one thought at a time, literally. And it's the seeds. Excuse me. Our self-talk is so important. It comes back to the relationship, as I was saying at the start. I had terrible body dysmorphia. And the thing is, so many of us are so critical of ourselves And the point where we are most critical is when we're in front of the mirror. So self-talk comes into play hugely whenever we stand in front of a mirror, whether you're a boy or girl, whether you're into fitness or not, whoever you are, as soon as you stand in front of that mirror, that inner critic is going to come out so loudly, it's going to point out every flaw, it's going to point out every single thing that you don't like about yourself, and it's going to highlight that to you. So it's so important that we actually... Get, a, get control of that self-talk. And if you know that that's what's going to happen when you go in front of a mirror, before you go in front of that mirror, you decide not to run away with those thoughts. And you decide to focus on something that you like, even yeah. if it is your eyebrows. It doesn't matter. Mm. If it's anything, do not... That My biggest thing is do not leave a mirror without giving yourself a compliment. Yeah. Do not leave a mirror feeling worse than you did before you got there. You just stay in front of it until you it, you can literally say, I love my body. Yeah. Because if you start planting that seed, if you start changing the way you look at things, the things you look at will start to change. Yeah. And people will say that's, you know, complete crazy. But I do this all the time when that starts to come back, when that, you know, body, body image stuff starts to come back. You have to get so in control of that self-talk and plant the seeds of what you want to feel about yourself and put them in your mind. Yeah. Literally. That's... It's funny that you brought that up. It is quite yeah. weird. And it is weird as fuck. But I, uh, like, recently, for whatever reason, I, I only really thought about it now that you mentioned it. Yeah. I've, like, purposely tried to, every time I am in front of a mirror before mm. I leave, try and smile. Yeah. Like, regardless of how good or shit I feel. Yeah. And it's quite weird. Yeah, it's weird. So you brought it up. I haven't well, really thought about that. But that's what I've been up- doing lately. Yeah, I literally <laughs> uploaded on my Instagram the other day, which is so funny, and it's 100% true. When we smile, it changes the brain. It, sorry, it changes the chemistry in our body. Mm. Literally. Like, and people listening to this, smile right now, yeah. and it will change the chemicals happening in your body, even if it's forced. Yeah. It doesn't matter. That's how much more control we have over how we feel than we think we do. Than we think we, we do, just yeah. think we're just reacting to everything in our lives and we're either happy if everything's going well or we're not happy if, you know, things are happening. Yeah. We've got to take that control back and start to decide how we're going to feel and we do that with the way we think and yeah. the actions that we take from the way we think. Yeah. And that comes into the next thing that I like to sort of op- open people's minds with is... Where your attention goes, energy flows. Mm-hmm. So this comes back to gratitude, comes back to intention setting. But we've got to remember, whatever we focus on expands. 
So we're always going to be focusing on something in our lives. When we're focusing on what's going wrong, that's going to expand. Yeah. When we're focusing on what's going right, obviously that's going to expand. And that's the thing with gratitude is so many people are like, oh, you know, have a gratitude practice. It's really good. You know, it'll change the way you feel. And then people do it and they don't feel any different. And that's because it's not just about writing down what you're grateful for. It's about feeling those feelings in your body. Yeah. It's about getting to the point where you can actually feel that gratitude in your heart. Yeah. And the thing is about gratitude is it's the strongest positive emotion there is. And you cannot be angry and grateful at the same time. You cannot be sad and grateful at the same time. Yeah. And there is always something to be grateful for. Yeah. And for example, this is a really good exercise that I like to give people. So let's say you wrote down everything you're grateful for. Right now you're thinking, you know, I've got a great family. I've got a bed to sleep in because it can't just be the good things. It has to be things that other people would kill to have. I mean, we have exactly so right. much yeah. in our lives yeah. that people would um, people would kill for our problems because yeah. our problems are not problems. Not problems. No. Other people have real problems and they would trade ours for theirs in yeah, a harder, second, yeah. literally. Yeah. And you have to make sure that you're realizing everything. You know, if you if you have to catch a train to work, that's great. You have a job. Yeah, that's fantastic. If you didn't have a job, you'd be complaining about not having a job. You've got to get grateful about that because that's going to expand like I said and the thing is this is a like I was saying this exercise so you write down everything you're grateful for but then you imagine that everything that you didn't write on that list is going to be taken from you tomorrow mm. can you imagine how much more you'd put down on that list yeah true because that's the reality yeah we have so much in our lives to be grateful for we have so many things going for us but we are focusing so narrow-mindedly on one part and that's that's basically the worst thing we can do is only focus on what's going wrong and only focus on you know what we can't control and there's always something to be grateful for and if you put that gratitude in that's what you're going to get out yeah literally and that's the last kind of thing that I like to open people's sort of world up to this personal you know personal development world because yeah. it is a big world there's so much there so to much, yeah. consume but you've got to start slowly but the last thing and we keep mentioning it is perspective yeah perspective is everything and it's coming back to what we've been talking about the whole time are you reacting to your life or are you responding to it yeah because if you're in a state of reaction that you're determining how you feel each day based off of a reaction of what's going on in your life yeah and you're not challenging it. You're not seeing how it could be a part of a bigger picture. I am the biggest believer that everything happens for you and not to you. Yeah. But we go out into the world coming out of you know school life, everything. Everything's happening to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're in this reaction state of poor me, why me? Yeah. I have such bad luck. And that's that same thing. If we attract whatever we're thinking about. So if we're thinking exactly about right. that, that's all we're going to see. You have to get to a point where... You're responding to your life. You're figuring out how this is in your life to help you, not to hold you back. And there's always something. When you put that perspective onto your life, you'll always find it. It will always be revealed to you. But so many people won't do that because if you're not reacting to your life, you can't play the victim card. And you yeah. have to take responsibility for your life when you're not taking the victim role of poor me, why me? And yes, things are going to happen. Yeah. But if you're going to stay in that victim mentality of... 
you know, everything bad's happening to me, you're literally just throwing away your life. You're throwing yeah. away your happiness because everything's happening to everyone. But the people that succeed, the people that move on, the people that are just happy, that's because they're responding to it in a different way yeah. than they initially are. And you've got to change the way you're actually viewing something. Like, there's so many things in our lives. You know, let's say we're stuck in traffic. Well, what if we weren't stuck in traffic and what if we, you know, got a speeding fine? Yeah. We don't know. Yeah, yeah. We could be saved from anything. Yeah. We don't realize there's more to it. It's the same. What if, you know, something doesn't go the way it's supposed to, only for something better to come through? Yeah. It was the same thing with my pregnancy. Is it going to stop me or am I going to use it as, oh, okay, the universe has put this in my life because... If it didn't, I'd procrastinate. I'd yep. go back and forth. I'd go, I don't know how to figure this out. I had a timeline because the universe gave me one. And that's a very strange thing to think about a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was using it to my advantage instead of letting it defeat me. And yeah. we can do that. with If we get really good at shifting our perspective on things, mm. then we're unstoppable, literally. If we challenge every single thing that we initially think about something and keep going with it until it gets to a productive proactive place mm. will be unstoppable literally it's unreal and i think it's like the it's almost like we talk about the momentum with the good stuff like even mm. when i talk about training and nutrition like yeah you've had a good week yeah um you've been consistent with your nutrition your training now yeah. let's carry that momentum in the next week and keep going totally. it's the same thing with negative and positive thoughts isn't it like totally if your reaction like you said is to react and have those yeah. negative thoughts over and over again you are going to build momentum in a negative way. Whatever you yeah. focus on expands. If yeah. you are focusing purely on the negative things in your life, they will keep coming at you and that will expand and that's all you'll be able to see. Mm. If you are focusing on what's great in your life, what you have to be grateful for, remember that thing of if you didn't, if you weren't grateful for it, imagine if it was taken away. Imagine yeah. how, much, how many... If you put a list of everything that's not perfect in your life or it's not where you want it to be and then you put a list of everything to be grateful for, the ratio of that would be very different there'd yeah. be a whole page of things if you were really grateful for yeah. everything in your life and the percentage of what would be on the other list would be so so small mm. yet we're so focused on that and we've got to challenge our minds to constantly be getting out of that state of focusing on what isn't right yet in our own worlds yeah and that's basically this this is an introduction into how we can start using our mindset to get us further and personal development it's not really one thing. It's usually just changing your life, starting yeah. in the, with the way you think about things and developing yourself mentally and emotionally and spiritually. Like, It's not about oh, a particular thing, I'm going to develop myself in this area. It's just starting to challenge the way you think about things yeah. and to start challenging your own beliefs and start changing the way you do things each day and the meaning that you're putting towards things. Like, It's the same with perspective. Nothing has a meaning until we apply a meaning to it. Yeah. So let's say we think we've had a failure. That's the meaning we've given it. But we could also give that same thing as we could put the meaning that it was a lesson and that if we only were focused on that thing, then we'd miss out on a huge opportunity yeah. that was 10 times better. Yeah. So every nothing has a meaning. Literally, nothing has a meaning until we apply to it. It's well, like, yeah. oh, that guy didn't text me back. He yeah. probably hates me. He, you know, I'm not good enough. I'm. It's the same as always. I have the worst luck with guys or whatever it is, yeah. which I'm sure is a very common thought. Yeah. But maybe it was that that guy didn't text you back because he's full of self-doubt. Yeah. He's, you know, terrified of 
being with you because you're too good. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's the way you think about things yeah. is the way you're going to actually that's how you're going to feel in your life and you yeah. have to challenge yourself. Yeah. You can't run away with stories of this fear-based thinking and you have to control where your focus yeah. goes. Yeah. It's so important. 100%. I think today's been really good. Yeah. Yeah, it's been awesome and I reckon one of the biggest takeaways um, is what you've just said is to actually start challenging your thoughts and yeah. and uh, and realize the power of your thoughts as well. Yeah. Well, um, in terms of how determining determining your day, totally. determining your week, your months, totally. um, and and how important and and um, powerful it can be to set up, set up your day, like you said, for you yeah. getting in the shower is something that sets yeah. up your day. And for me, it's kind of meditating and writing down my goals. And totally. Everyone has their own thing. And that's but, setting intentions. You've got what you're going to focus on. That's mm. the same. Like people are like, why are goals so important? If you aim at nothing, you're going to hit it every yeah, exactly single right. time. You've yeah. got to put an intention yeah. in. And that's the thing. A lot of people are really concerned about, you know, I'm not happy. And I, there's this whole concept of being happy. To me, happiness is progress. Yeah. So a lot of people who aren't happy, they're not not happy. They're just not progressing in life. Yeah, stagnant. They're not progressing towards anything. Make one decision. Make one move that's going to progress you in your life. Yeah. Whether that's listening to a podcast, starting to meditate, doing one thing that you've been putting off because it's scary or because it challenges, you know, what you think or what you think about yourself. Just do that one thing because you're progressing. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. Once you realize that you can challenge your thoughts to getting you to a place where you can do something that you originally thought you couldn't, that's what yeah. really living your life is about. And so yeah. many of us are just existing. We're not actually living. Do you know what I mean? We yeah, just came definitely. out of school. We went to a job because, you know, our parents wanted to go to there. Or yeah. that's And that's it. And we're just like, okay, we're living for the weekends. We, you know, we'll go out, we'll get drunk, we'll work to make money to go out on the weekend to spend it and it's just this vicious cycle of you're not moving forward Mm -hmm. you have to get to a point where it doesn't matter what it is it's just one thing to move forward Forward. yeah literally i could talk about this stuff all day literally it's like no it's been amazing you know what i mean um i think we should do i think we should also do another one yeah very soon yeah but today today's been really good and another thing i um for those that are listening i'm sure you've got tremendous um amounts of value from today and as always, I want you to take a screenshot of the episode and post it up on your Instagram story if you have and tag both of us. Um, I'll, I'll have your social media yeah. links in, in the show notes. Um, and one more thing that I hope a lot of people have got out of today is, um, and I mentioned this earlier on, is about how, you know, and you mentioned about spirituality and all this type mm-hmm. of stuff and when people hear these words, it's just like a stigma around the words. Mm-hmm. And I think in particular for guys, yeah. things with meditation and stuff like yeah. that, it's like a... Get no, over I don't it. Need that. It's get like over it because like your life will change so much when uh, you get over that initial 100%. stigma. Like that's the thing. We're all living. Yeah. Where's that stigma coming from? Because we're scared that someone yeah. is going to judge us mm. for having that. So it's like what you're really Full going circle. to live your life, yeah. you know, scared of everything because no one cares. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing we don't get. No yeah. one cares. Do what's going to make you happy mm. and meditate. Oh, if, you, if you're a guy and you think there's like a stigma around it, girls love guys that meditate, so just do it. Yeah, just, chicks dig it. Man. Yeah, just do it. Just get over your stigma and just get to the point where you are not only training, like I know a lot of your listeners are going to be training the gym all the time, train your mind because yeah. that's just when as stuff not more important. really yeah. changes. That's when your yeah. life changes. 
Thanks so much for coming on the show today. No worries. Guys, fun. as I said, if you've enjoyed the episode, do take a screenshot um, and give us some feedback. Make sure you subscribe to the show if you haven't already. And um, and is the course courses available yet? Yeah? Yeah, 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 100%. So I'm going to have the link. link bio, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. going to have the link to um, the course below. And if today's interested you, then obviously this is just kind of the beginning of, yeah. of where you can take your knowledge on Absolutely. this and, and hopefully open up your mind to... Um, you know, a much happier and more productive life as well. So I'll have the link to that in the show notes as well. So if there's anything else you want to add in, feel free to add it in now. You've done well. No, just first podcast. Be happy. Can't believe it. Just be happy. Be happy. It's not that hard. You just gotta get to the point where you are doing things that make you happy and not worrying what other people are thinking because it'll get you nowhere. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Love it. All right guys, thanks so much for tuning in. Um, we hope you have a fantastic day and I look forward to chatting to you again in next week's episode.